Hey everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith, alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes. Hey guys, this is Eric Connor, and I am here with The Reform Way. I am joined by the mildly beautiful, um, with glasses on today, Mr. Peter Pohl. Good afternoon, Eric. It's been a while since we've been together. It's good to see us all in the same room, social distancing, yeah. of course. Yes, of course, of course. Thank you, Peter. We had to do a couple of these without you. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> he wouldn't remember that either. His Alzheimer's <laughs> kicking in. Um, a long but, uh, time ago. <laughs> and Mr. Corey Smith. I am here. I've been here. There he is. Not like Peter taking vacations everywhere. Oh, you know, I tried to. The smoke got to me up in Mammoth. So, you know, these fires are kind of out of control right now. A little bit. It's just, it is what it is, you know. So, challenging times there. Um, So, we were discussing, actually, with different show notes and other kind of things for for this this podcast right now for for quite a while, actually. And then we just realized we should probably just turn the mic on um, and, and kind of go from there and just talk out thoughts. So... We're going to kind of mildly shoot from the hip, but discuss some uh, some kind of rants or kind of some either frustrations, thoughts, things at the top of our heads with what's gone on um, a lot lately uh, with regards to in society and stuff like that. Obviously, we have a lot of things going on with, with the pandemic and, and things like that, but this stuff even stems further than that. Um, a big thing that's been kind of a frustration on my head, and I've talked to a bit of people about that, and I, and I know others in our, not just our industry, but in general are, are, are thinking this way, is that I have a big frustration lately with with regards to a lot of higher ups, and it's this is not even one side political. The narrative. Um, the narrative overall that 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 our society is is moving in the wrong direction of health and fitness focus, and that it's not been brought to light in a time like this where so many people might be struggling or so many people might be scared of, of getting COVID for example. Um, but could actually ha ha the emphasis essentially on, on being healthy where you can, you can combat something like this or any other thing in the future and the importance of that. Right. So not shedding light on health, fitness, um, just any way to prioritize being healthy instead, maybe down the line, just looking for the pill to, to, to get out of it. Well, I think it's frustrating for us because it's so obvious to us and it may not be obvious to everybody. And that's probably where it gets a little frustrating. Um, I think we've talked about it on here before and it's something that's like pretty common in like fitness is the continuum from sick, healthy to fit, right? Mm -hmm. Is the farther you get away from sick, the better your chances you are to stave off some type of sickness, like, a pandemic like flu or virus. virus um, right. So if you hedge towards being very, very healthy, your immune system's a lot higher, you're more likely to survive something that could potentially kill somebody else. And that's the one part of the narrative that seems to be missing. It's right. wash your hands, do this, do that, do this that's preventable. But if I have a better immune system than the person next to me and we both wash our hands, the odds of them getting it is higher than me getting it or at least having or at least, difficult effects from right it, or, yeah, yeah right and i think that's probably the thing that's missing and i mean granted you have to give out these like blanket statements to the entire nation you know but you know there's such a difference in your ability to withstand it based on how healthy you are yeah i think you guys or specifically we started talking about this because of covid and um there's a lot of different 
science and pseudoscience around it. But uh, as we were talking earlier, and we can all debate the numbers, so this is somewhere around 6% of the folks that actually unfortunately pass away from this disease or this virus are COVID only. The rest of the people that pass away from this virus that die have two to three or four other mitigating health issues. And I think what we're trying to chit-chat about is how do we... How do we minimize those mitigating issues if possible? Some are genetic, mm-hmm. yep. some you can't do anything about. I mean, it just it is what it is. But a lot of those are things that are within your control. If the narrative was out there enough that would tell people that you can help push back once you get this right. to survive it, because that's right. what we're talking about, survivability, right, guys? Yeah. Right. Um, at 65 years old, people say, oh, you're in the high risk. I go, well, I don't think so, because I don't no. have any of the mitigating circumstances. I'm in a high risk at 65 because most 65-year-old people haven't taken care of themselves as well as they possibly could have. Right. So therefore, are have issues with um, obesity, mm-hmm. have issues with vascular diseases, and have and some things are totally out of control, autoimmune diseases, yeah. and therefore are at a much higher risk. And that goes up with age because people don't take care of themselves. It's a long Again, you're going to get something eventually. I get it. But... Would you think that it's it's not that they don't take care of themselves, it's just harder with age? No. No? It's not hard with age. In fact, I think it's easier with age because you have, I don't have children. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do have children. But At least not, I will admit to. Not ones, <laughs> not not ones <laughs> that you need to focus on hardcore. Right. I don't have 100%. babies at home like you guys. And yeah. like someday you will, Cor, But And I know you do, Eric. Yeah. I, have, I don't think I have any kids. <laughs> not that he knows I, them yeah, either. He's got a dog. It's pretty close. But... Yeah. Therefore, my time is freer, in mm-hmm. a sense, to dedicate more time. I was more overweight at 35 right. than I am at 60. Would you say you were at a higher risk in some ways, or your health was not as, maybe it was as prioritized or as focused on in, in your early 30s? No, it was prioritized. I didn't, I, and I probably did, the problem I did, I wasn't disciplined enough with my time. Got it. So therefore, I was out with clients, eating constantly, right. sleeping a little bit less, goofing off a little bit more. Yeah. And, you know, like even coaching kids, you can coach kids, mm-hmm. which I love to do, did a lot of MJB basketball, that kind of stuff in baseball, mm-hmm. but that's three hours away from a gym. I mean, it's not like, and th- by the way, there wasn't that CrossFit type of, maybe you had some boot camps 25 years ago at the yeah, most. At you don't have a lot of places where you can come in one hour, beat the crap out of yourself and come out in one hour and later be productive be done. for, for right. that. Yeah, totally. And you're, and you're totally right. You're hitting the nail on the head. Like. It's good to also know that it's a good question Cor, to ask him, you know, about, about his age, because that is something that, you know, just to put, let's say you were 64, Pete, and then that day you turn 65, it's like, oh, well, now you're risky. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's, it's, again, it's, and I understand they got to put general blankets on right, things totally. And that, that's, that's understandable. But at the end of the day, I would say it, with something like this, now that we have more stats on it and things, maybe it's something like a percent body fat maybe it's anything over 35 or 40 percent body fat is much more likely to have a much more challenging road if they contract different types of things whether it's a virus or not right right? um and obviously we didn't nobody knew a lot of of this this stuff before it happened so sadly we have to look at these numbers and be aware of them but i think the the underlining challenge and frustration like i said is just that there's not this stuff being put out you know yes staying home is 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 a way to kind of keep people from getting something like a virus like this 
but it's also going to tear them down mentally and also tear down your immunity system, your immune system physically. Yeah. But that said too, is, uh, it's frustrating for me that all like recreational equipment is sold out because so many people are going out and exercising right now. It's a great thing actually, you know, right. for society, but, um, so many people right now are getting out and trying mountain biking or trying like camping, surfing, mm-hmm. you know, all those kind of like outdoor activities. So in a way people are getting more active, which is kind of cool. Right. Um, they're, they're trying things they probably would have never tried cause they were just busy in the normal daily grind of life and stuff. So there is a little bit of hope as far as everyone getting a little bit more active throughout this, whether and, it's intentional or not. And that's the good thing to come of this. And I wish even that would have been said by higher ups. Hey, yeah. get outside. Hey, get fresh air. Go get a mountain bike, whatever it is, right? It doesn't have to be go to a gym, right? Because right? that's not- Even though it's just walk with your mask on, the mask on, just yeah. you're afraid about being around people, but I get yeah. it. But yeah. The science of isolation- Right. And this is more up your guy's alley. Right. And raises levels of stress, which lays, lays, raises that level of cortisol. Yeah. Which is a hormone that actually wrecks you. doesn't help you. I'm yeah. sure, right? So we, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording is stress isn't always bad. Cortisol levels going up isn't always bad. But for long term, it can be really bad for you. So there's acute stress, which is like immediate fight or flight someone tries to attack you and you get the surge of energy, you're stressed. Or like putting stress on your body and training. Or training. Yeah, like, I work so out here. Exercise, okay. right? So there's things you can't control, like if someone were to attack you, but then there's exercise, which is intentional stress on your body. That as like a short-term burst is really good for you because you're training your body to adapt to deal with those situations. And sometimes you need that stress. Sure. But if you're constantly stressed because you're missing deadlines and people are mad at you for this and that and you're at home alone and you don't like anything and there's all these stresses that kind of build up in your life, the chronic stress is what's really bad for you because that is what starts tanking your immune system. And it's why like a lot of people in college get sick right after finals is because they're so stressed, study, study, study. They take it and their immune system's dropped and then they catch something and they get really sick. It's that chronic aspect of it. So the idea of self-isolation, besides the depression, all that other stuff, um, maybe even in a sense, and I'm not going to go there, but I was just thinking when you said that, homeschooling where the kids can get, get a lot of socialization, mm-hmm. all this stuff leads to potentially impacting your immune system. Yeah. Okay. And what we're talking, this overall discussion is, is how do we build our immune systems up that we can control without right. a pill, without right. the government. Right. One way or either side are without a vaccine for right now, how do we can control our immune system to be the best we can be under these circumstances? Right. 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 And I mean, what we've learned just from training people and I'm not nearly as scientific and versed in all those things as Corey is just, if you move, your body's meant to move. It needs to move. Like you need the blood flow. You need the range of motion. You need the mental checkout, whatever it's considered for people. And however that's done is, is, is different for everyone. But it's like the body does amazing things when you do the right things for it. And that's just fueling it basically well. Not going to, not making the decision again to go to fast food places. And, and as much as it's a little bit cheaper or something like that, you're paying the price with others, with other long-term effects. Yeah, that's like segues in the second part. But the first part, what you're saying is that right. moving your body, right. in a sense, getting out, mm-hmm. getting less self-isolation, even if you are extremely... Let's put it this way, vulnerable. Right. But get moving. 
Right. Get yourself moving, whatever that means. And baby steps for a lot of people, that's great. Right. Whether it's, I see a lot more people walking in the neighborhood. Um, or it comes down to jumping on a bike mm-hmm. or maybe it goes to the next level, knocking on a door and getting into a safe gym environment or a CrossFit environment that is safe yeah. and coming working out and starting to take back control of the things you can take back on the stress side. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I think that would be really important for Americans to hear that. Get yourself walking, get moving. Yeah. I right. think the hard part for some people who may have not experienced that, and maybe either they've been stressed for so long they don't remember it or they've never really gone through anything, is it's easy to say that, but then it feels like, oh, man, like walking's not going to take some stress away. And it may not like mentally like feel like that until like you go walking, you start thinking about some other things, you kind of like get your mind on something else, all of a sudden you feel a little bit better. But I think a lot of people think that, there's this like magic thing where all of a sudden you're like, bam, I'm not stressed anymore, but right. it's a gradual process that you work through. And then the walking like kind of makes you a little bit happier. You're like, all right, I'm going to try biking. And then you try biking mm-hmm. and then you're like, all right, maybe I'll, I'll look at a gym and you start doing that. Like it's such a road that people go through. And I think that's the, they don't see enough of a result fast enough. Well, it's whack in this country that, and this is not again, on any party that we pull out like physical education programs from schools like mm-hmm. music and so on. But right. it just makes no sense to me. What do we want about our kids to get all obese and not worry about sitting in their basement and just play on computers. Right. And that's the way they get their exercise. I mean, it's just silly. It's it, the, the constant argument is which is more valuable, like the mind or the body. And it's gone back for literally thousands well, of years. What did Aristotle say? Uh, so actually, so Plato wrote The Republic, <laughs> and nice. he talks about an ideal society, and he makes a huge argument about the mind-body, and he includes the soul need to all be like educated in a way. They all need to be with one. Nurtured? Yeah, because what good is a really smart brain if the body's not strong enough to live and it dies, you know? Or what's what good is a really strong body if you're not educated enough to use it? And so that's actually gets used a lot in defense for having... Um, like PE in schools right. and it's thousands of years old and that's still the, what they kind of refer to. But I mean, it like all of that aside, like if you just kind of think about it is you don't want to be just super strong and stupid and you don't want to be like brilliant, but you're not healthy enough to stay alive. You know, there's a balance that you want between the two of them. Kind of like me. <laughs> you're somewhere on that spectrum. <laughs> you're missing on the good looks portion of that. Hey, wait, wait, yeah. that's not, my soul is right though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't say about good looks. Your soul makes up for your good looks. <laughs> you're on my glasses. Here. You're like, yeah, his, at least he he's nice though. Yeah. Well, Just we ta- you know we so we got the idea that get out. You got to get off your ass and get moving. Mm-hmm. Just whatever yeah. you, I mean, you whatever can, it is. You got however you guys need to say it or block it out, but. People just got to be, the narrative's got to be, it's not acceptable to sit on your couch all day and watch Fox or CNN or whatever you prefer, our friends. Yeah. Get up and start moving. It's just going to make you more vulnerable to potential other challenges, right. you know? And that's where it might be like, maybe in the beginning of this stuff, I didn't personally take as big of a stress towards the COVID stuff, for example, because I, I personally have never really worried about like um like the flu or other sicknesses or stuff like that. it doesn't mean it i don't, I don't ever get sick um but maybe it's just because i'm in a comfier place to combat it or i thankfully have not had um, rough genetics that have put me in a place to not be able to do well with some of those things i don't know i don't know what it is but um and you kind of forget that sometimes if you're you're focused on 
your immunity or your health or your sleep. And we're always in some like-minded people here too. So it's hard to forget. It's, it's easy to forget that a lot of society outside might be moving in the wrong direction. I think this. they don't associate like, say you take like a smoker and you tell them like, Hey, smoking's bad for you. Like, yeah, I know. Like right. people know by now that smoking's bad, but they're taking that risk or they're saying I'm giving up part of my health for this because right. I want to do this for whatever reason. But I don't think a lot of people think that like if I sit on the couch for five hours and don't do anything every day, I'm giving up a part of my quality of life. Right. You know, they're sacrificing They think they're resting. Something. They right. think they're, that's such old school, but. They think they can just do it at any point. Like it's, it's, a, it's like trying to put a snow cone back together. Like it's constantly trying to melt and you're trying to keep your body from like right. dying. So you got to constantly work on it. So the first avenue we talk about is that get fit. Yeah. Help your immune Move. system get fit. Yeah. And that's a road. Yeah. That's, that's a journey that yeah. lasts to the day you die. Yeah. Frankly. Yeah. yeah. And the second part, and now I'll, I know you should take this from me. You stay here because you're going to probably have to, I have to be, I've been censored here guys, <laughs> not to say certain words that are somewhat demeaning, but I'm going to talk personally <laughs> right. that, um, I'm in an industry that deals with restaurants and food a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I see the society as we live in America, grossly, grossly, grossly overweight. Um, we can't use the word fat because that's not cool. I get it. Um, I also get the fact that like myself, who's always struggled with this weight, that I've always had body image issues. I mean, just have, um, there's a lot of people in this gym that wish they were thinner or thicker and anybody that comes here, I applaud you and I applaud you for your journey. And it's not a, uh, a correlation of how you look, but the fact you're in here trying is what counts. But Americans outside this gym, I was up in Pismo Beach. I could not believe how grossly overweight they are. And that was not a BMI measure. That was just looking. I go, oh my God. And part of the correlation of these COVID diseases is is that those secondary issues that cause death, and like you said, Corey, you reminded me, a lot of that's genetic. You can't do anything about it. It's not always true, but there is a high correlation between being grossly out of shape and overweight and having that secondary issue that helps push you to that 92 to 96% of people that die from this. Mm-hmm. And that's either hypertension, it's a vascular disease, it's not a lung disease, which is weird, and it moves into areas of types of diabetes, which we know as science that if you grossly overweight, mm-hmm. grossly, you, and you choose not to push back through nutrition and working mm-hmm. out, that your chances of getting type 2 diabetes is substantially higher, which yeah. means your risks and your immune system is substantially more compromised. Yeah. So when I started looking at the statistics, it shows that 100 to 400,000 people a year die directly from or indirectly from um, being grossly overweight. Now it means they may die of a heart attack. These are statistics from the CDC. So they talk about COVID deaths, but they, they completely ignore, well, maybe, again, maybe they don't want to talk about it, but going out and eating a pizza and and two barbecue and, a, and four chicken wings, right. you're eating 65 to 100 percent of your fat intake for a day on a meal like that every day or every other day. Yeah, it's just that so bad for you and your immune system that no wonder so many people get sick. Yeah. It just it's I mean again it's going back to stoicism. Something's going to get you in the end. It just is. That's the only thing you can't over absolutely can't overcome. But the fact of the matter is this COVID discussions never talks about America's 
we need you to have flipped that discussion. Start eating things that are healthier. Right. As opposed to when we grew up as, when I, not necessarily I did, but our generations before us, healthy food was not a problem. Junk right. food was the exception. Right. Now junk food, which we call fast food or quick service food, or even restaurant food, mm-hmm. including what it I had last be. night for dinner, yeah. is grossly bad for you. Yeah. And maybe you have it once in a blue moon as that exception, but fat's addicting, right. and these places are selling it so cheaply because they can get it so cheaply that we are getting ourselves sicker and sicker and sicker. And COVID, like you said earlier, just mm-hmm. layers that pulls that layer off again. Yeah. And it's just a, it just shows you the, the king has no clothes. Right. It's that same thing. So yeah. I think that the truth of the matter is, I know this gym, for example, does a nutritional um, program in a sense of a guidelines and, and contest isn't the right word. I don't know what you want to call your um, no, challenges. Your challenges. Yeah. And that you all can get, we all can get involved with, if we choose to or not, um, with multiple different dietary possibilities from keto through Whole30 through, Mm -hmm. I guess you want to go vegan. You can say paleo, vegan. You can go any way you want and you can Mm -hmm. have the political and social discussions, which is the best, whatever. Right. Right. But at least the discussion is addressed around eating quality food. Yeah. I think like take all those different types of eating, 90% of of the whole thing is the same. It's like, get good foods, eat quality foods, eat the right amount of foods. Like it's all really, really simple. And then the 10% is the flair you put on top of it. And that's what's missing is the, the, the basics. Yeah. Right. I think that the, the problem, you know, like you said, as we talked about age and stuff like that, if you just keep eating crummy stuff all the time, it eventually catches up with you. Yeah. And it may not be, it may not be COVID. It may be next year's flu or the next year's, a cardiovascular disease. Yeah, something else is going to hit you. It's going to hit you hard. Yeah, and um, not that it, again. I don't. I fully disclosure <clears throat> assume that I'm going to get something. Yeah, and I'm going. I may drop over here of a heart attack, yeah. or drop out of the door with a stroke, or be shot by a jealous husband. Right. But something's going to get me eventually. <laughs> so I see you guys are paying you, you have a husband. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, 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 don't call Jeff that. Hey, I'm cool. He's with my significant man. other. I'm totally fine with whatever you want, man. <laughs> Sorry, Dane. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's where I think, and that's that's kind of like what we're talking about, and what, what you're saying, where you're gonna, if this is the lifestyle that someone has, they're gonna get hit with something down the line, or they're much more prone to getting hit with something, and that's the biggest thing I feel like has been missed through this this time that is everyone is aware of right now of aware of covid and all this kind of stuff going on, right because it's literally impacted everyone's lives in some manner um and like to fall to where we're not discussing it enough from leadership positions uh is is just what's so frustrating to me you know it's weird because i think the leaders probably and again you can censor this word out I'm telling you right now, the leaders are too fucking fat. Excuse my French. You can cut all that out. But the problem line is, is that, you know, the chicken dinner Mm -hmm. uh, of, and I'm not just saying Democrat or Republican. I'm just saying in general. Right. You don't, you, for every one fit or what looks like a fit leader you see, you see 30 that aren't. Right. You see, and and so it just, the bottom line is, is that they haven't embraced it themselves. Right. And therefore, um, that's the, that's the bummer, you know, and that's the missed opportunity. I would say that, that that's here through this time. And so, I mean, and you're right, Eric, it's getting worse. Yeah. I, that's I, the, the statistic I got from the CDC says by 20, by 2030, 25% of the, of the population will be morbidly obese. 
Now we can yeah. debate what that term means and Corey right. and I talked about that too. You guys talked about because right. BMI means different things. Um, but more, the, just that word morbidly obese in less than 10 years from now. It's concerning terribly. Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, I think that's. And by if you're more morbidly obese that's listening to this thing, you can turn it around. Yep. This doesn't make you. Lo- Weight, smoking, alcoholism does not make you less of a person. It just means that's something that you have to deal with. It's really important. I'm not trying to say that you're stupid or dumb. You have an issue. Mm-hmm. I have an issue. Mm-hmm. And that's just something you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. It's just your journey. Yeah. So if you're overweight or something like that, come in here. Join all, all of us people fighting our weights all the time and get involved. And we'll go together. We'll hand in hand. We'll fight the fight. But it's not about you as a person. It's about just a problem you're having right now physically. Yeah. So. No, that's totally right. I think that's that's a good place to wrap it up. So hopefully anyone that may be hearing this kind of stuff is getting some kind of awareness, motivation, kind of focus. Um, go at it with other people, whoever that may be. But um, trying to find that way to move that one step better each day. And in the long term, it you'll be in a better, safer, healthier place for that. Exactly. And just remember, it's not... A- this is not a character assassination. This is just something, character assassination is something we all have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And that if we work together, we'll all get better. And, you know, like I said, this has been a really friendly environment for every shape, size, every different type of personality, this gym that I've been in, all different types, if all different types of issues yeah. that are, are totally welcome. We tease each other. But at the end of the day, um, it's great to see someone like uh, a gym who maybe lost 25, 30 pounds and go, Jimmy looked great. And he looked great before. Right. But the fact that he's working that journey out, it's great. It's great to stats. It's great to see. It's gratifying. Yeah. It's awesome. Sweet, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Hopefully, you guys understood our rants. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks again for listening to The Reform Way. You can find us on our social media channels. Our Instagram is at CrossFit Reform. Our Facebook is CrossFit Reform. And you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major apps, and Buzzsprout.